Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. This afternoon, we have a special guest speaker, Prophetess Letha Roberts from Michigan. Okay, you're live on the air. Good afternoon and praise the Lord, saints of God. We are so excited about the opportunity to come and share with you on this day. Thank you to our host. Uh, Emmanuel Barbie for the opportunity. Thank you to my pastor, senior pastor, R.E. Roberts, who was also my husband of 40 years, for allowing me the opportunity as well to share a word with the people of God in this time that we're in. I want to thank uh, our church that uh, has held us up during this pandemic. It has been very helpful and supportive during times of shutdown, of uncertainty, of unprecedented issues. Uh, Changing Point Church has really stood the test of time during this. So we want to just make sure that we say thank you to them. And I am Prophetess Pastor Letha Roberts. Um, Changing Point Church is our church home that we pastor together, my husband and I. And I'm excited about this opportunity on this day in 2020. So much has happened in this year that has been unprecedented. We've seen things that we thought we would never see. Centuries has passed. We've never faced so many things of darkness, of demonic depression, of oppression, of depression, of recession, of these different spiritual warfare uh, that has come against us. And God laid it on my heart when uh, our host asked me to be a part of what he's doing on this side of heaven. And it is just about hope because a lot of us are living in a place where our hope has been pressed down, where we have felt not just hopeless, but we have felt burdens that are extra heavy. And so I just want to share with you for a few minutes of your time about being hopeful to release this prophetic word unto you and i'm just going to share some words with you to keep you rooted and grounded to, to keep you focused uh in this season and i'm preaching to the choir today people because i can share with you that i have too been experiencing some of those dark days and some of those challenging times in my own life personally and in my family's life and in our church life so the resolve is i have chosen to hope in god so the scripture that i'm going to be using and i am a bible teaching woman bible based everything that i do i don't find scriptures to to verify what i feel or my emotions i verify i use scripture to verify what heaven is dropping in my spirit to release unto the people of god so the scripture uh that i focus on and share with you is from the book of Acts, and it is chapter number two. And we know that this is the chapter that the church began, where we saw what the results were when the people came together in hope, in hope of what they heard from Jesus, because they had seen him and they knew what his word meant because they watched his ministry and they watched his miracles and his anointing. And they watched him ascend back up to heaven from which he came. So it wasn't difficult for them to follow the instructions for the inception of the church as we know it today. 
So maybe our hope is maybe wrapped up in the fact that we haven't seen Jesus ourselves personally, but that should not stop us from having this same hope. And verse 26 in chapter 2 says, Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope. Now that's saying a mouthful for us today, because it is the battle of the mind, it's the battle of the heart, it's the battle of spirit, it's the battle of flesh, it's the battle of the powers of principalities, of satanic, demonic, regional, all kind of demonic things that are coming against us, python spirits, we've got spirits we're dealing with, we've got the the, the, the spirit of, of Lilith that's coming against marriages, we've got a spirit of Jezebel, of Ahab that's against the church and the people of God, we've got Baal, we've got Asra, we've got all of these spiritual things that comes to steal our hope, but we have to let it rest in God. That's my my topic. I just want you to know your hope. You have to let it rest in God. And as God began to give me this topic to share with you in a message and in a sermon to, to release it, I'm going to try to contain myself and, and, and release it so that it is it is clarified and that, that, that you can get clarity from it. Um, I might go off. Hallelujah. But but whatever I do, I'm doing it in deed and in word, knowing that God has called me to release this unto his people because we need this. Look at the climate we're in politically right now in our country. Look at the plague that has hit the world that has come to uh, haunt the people and, and, and to come to stagnate the growth of the people. We have to stand knowing that God has called us to the kingdom for such a time as this. And, and and our hope has to be in him. Therefore did my heart rejoice and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope. That means even in these moments where I don't see hope, I speak hope. Where I don't feel hope, I shout hope. Where I don't see victory, I shout victory. So I have to let my tongue remind my head and my heart. Even when I don't feel like it, I have to release it for myself. Because let me tell you, you may not have a cheering section. As I just started out in giving accolades to our church and the support that we've had from our church. Everybody may not have that support system. You may not have, may not have a support system in your own family dynamic. You may feel that you're walking alone most days, but that doesn't mean you have to be alone. And it doesn't mean you are alone. It just means that the enemy wants it to seem that way because he's an illusionist. He wants to take your hope away. He, he, he doesn't want you to uh, believe in God and the things of God. He wants you to believe that God has failed you. He wants you to think that no matter what you do, you're never going to make it. No matter how much you do, you're never going to get there. That is not of God. That is the enemy. When we look at um, Romans, Romans gives us great, great 
in-depth uh, validity into what hope is. But I want to want to move into the book of Zechariah first. And I want you to remember, as I said, these are things. So I'm going to point out a couple of things and then I'm going to be done. That one of the things is we have purpose. Therefore, our hope and our faith is always under attack. See, the purpose we have is in the kingdom of God. And it's not just to live to go to heaven or to go to heaven through death or when Jesus comes back. But it's to live this life as witnesses of our hope to show others that, yeah, you know, my life may not be lining up where you think it is. But in the sight of God, I am all right because I know my hope is in him. The attack that I'm facing is because of the purpose that I have in God's kingdom. And my purpose in God rests in my hope in God, not in me, not in what I see. Even if I don't have the support system that I think I need, I have Jesus. And I know that he said in his word, he shall supply all my needs of this in glory by Christ Jesus. That's something that we have to make sure that we hold on to. I'm just taking a pause for a minute. We have to understand that as our purpose is attacked, then we have to attack back. So when we attack back, we have the authority that has been given us from heaven to attack back and to make sure that the enemy knows that we're going to continue to line up with the word of God and the will of God and the way of God for our lives. That word is there. It is there and it is a written word. It's a living word from a living God. It's not just pages on a book. It is a word that comes to empower you for your purpose so that you can tell your purpose that my heart is going to rejoice in God and my tongue is going to be glad and my flesh is going to rest in hope. So tell your flesh it's going to hope no matter what. In Zechariah chapter 9, verse 12, he tells you this. Now, once we continue to work through our purpose and understand what our hope is and it lies in God, he says, turn you to the stronghold, ye prisoners of hope. And even today do I declare that I will render double unto thee. So this is a prophetic word that was released, hallelujah, unto the captives that today when you call yourself a prisoner of hope, I'm going to declare and reach you and release double. I'm going to release double unto you. I'm rendering it to you. I'm releasing it to you. So in this season, in this climax that we're in, this political climate, this cultural shock, this global pandemic that we're facing, we still have hope. Have we known people that are saints of God that have gone on to glory because of all of this? Yes, we do. But the thing is, they went to glory. If their hope was in God and their life still lined up with what God called them to do, they opened their eyes on the other side of heaven. And so we do not weep and mourn as others do because we have hope and eternal hope. So our purpose is always attacked. But in that attack, we have an attack back. And during our attack back, we're prisoners of hope. And then we can be declared from the word of the Lord that he will render back to us double for our trouble. My God, somebody ought to get excited right there. The next thing I want you to know is just stay encouraged. Just, 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 just stay encouraged. And that's where Romans chapter 5 really helps us to get 
grounded in this thing. To, to let our hope take flight. Romans chapter 5 is all about hope. It is reminding us that it's through Jesus Christ that we have all of this. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. See, because when your hope is being faltered, your, your peace goes out the wayside. You don't have peace. And that's where we have to find peace, hope, faith, and love. We have to find that. All of that goes together. Verse 2 and 5 says, By whom also we have access by faith unto his grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So all the things that we're facing, all the things that, that are coming against us, we can still have hope. We have been told there's going to be double. We've been told that. Huh? We've been told that. Hallelujah. We are blessed. Don't let the enemy steal your hope. Don't let him take your power. Stay encouraged. Verse 3, and not only so, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts of the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Stay encouraged, people of God. Don't let this thing that is weighing upon you, get it off of you. Use your tongue, shout, pray, scream unto God. Recite the word of God into your life. Stay encouraged and empowered by the promises of God that are coming to you, as he said, and yea and amen, that the answer that you need from God is going to come one way or another. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Get your peace back. Get your joy back. Wrap onto your hope and stay encouraged. Do not let the enemy steal your hope. That is the thing that we have that is given to us as Christians, as saints of the Most High, as the body of believers. We have hope that others don't have. And that's what we have to stay encouraged and empowered by is that hope. And in the midst of that, there is a reward to us. There is an eternal reward and there is a reward to live here and to live now. Because our God has made it plain that we are the blessed, period. And the enemy wants us to think we are not. What a liar. We don't have to believe it's lie. Even though it looks mighty bad some days, we still have hope. Our heart shall rejoice. Yes. And our flesh shall rest in hope. That is what I want you to remember, to just stay encouraged. During these times of trials and tribulations, the Bible just told us that those things work experience and then experience is hope. So as on the other side of that, then my hope can help someone else. Then my prayers that's gotten me through can help someone else. <clears throat> my experience that, that seemed un, unsurmountable, God brought me on the other side of that. Jeremiah says this way, blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. See, the Lord has to be your hope. In order to stay encouraged, you have to make the Lord your hope. You have to do that. For us, that's not a hard thing to do. But right now, we see the enemy coming from left, right, center. He's coming from 
every which way. He is trying to take flight in our lives, and we do not have to allow him that passage or that pathway. We have the power to remove him. We have the power to stop him. We don't have to just stand still and let him to continually attack us. Glory to God. We do not have to do that. We have the word of the Lord. We have men and women of God. I constantly minister to people. And being that I am a prophetess, you know, people want to call you and they want instant prayer and instant relief and release. And I, and I tell them, the first thing I tell them is if you don't have a church home, that's what you need to do is connect to a church that is a body of Christ, that is a Bible-believing and teaching church and a ministry that will give you the unprecedented word of God. My God. My God. That will un help you understand that the journey that we take is not the same as a, a worldly person. We stay in decency and in order, and we are obedient to the word of God, the things of God, the ways of God, the people of God, and the will of God. And we make sacrifices, and we're glad about it. That's how come our tongues can be glad and be rejoiceful. God doesn't want to take anything away from you. Stay encouraged. He wants to get things to you. The only thing he wants to get away from you is sin, sinful ways, sinful people, wickedness, evil. That's what he wants you to get away from. He doesn't want anything taken from you that pertains to your life. I hope you're being encouraged by this word uh, because hope is something that I really feel strongly in this hour that is being fought. It is a war for our hope. It is Everybody's talking about our faith, and yes, absolutely, but it's a war for our hope. Because it looks unsurmountable. It looks like it's not going to be done. It's so difficult. And yes, it is difficult. Whatever we're facing, whatever that is, it is difficult. But believe me, it is doable. We ought to shout right there. Difficult but doable. And we understand what doable is. We want doable easy. But sometimes doable is hard. Sometimes doable is painful. But it doesn't mean that you cannot accomplish it. Anything that is worth doing is worth fighting for. And we need to understand that we have to stay encouraged. Finally, in order to walk and, 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 and have the hope that we need in this hour, we need to understand God is able. Our hope has to be anchored in Jesus and the completed work of the cross, his Holy Spirit, and Abba, Father. We have to make sure that we stay connected. We're going to stay in the book of Romans and we're going to talk and Romans, how Romans deals with hope. 8 and 20 gives us a, a very good scenario of our hope. For the creature has made was made subject to vanity, not willingly, but by reason of him who has subjected the same in hope. Verse 24 tells us that, for we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doeth he yet hope for? So again, we have to know God is able. And our hope has to be anchored in the work of Jesus Christ and his finished work of the cross. We have to know. But what a man seeth, why do we yet hope for? Verse 25 
tells us, but if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. My God, my God, my God right there. Hallelujah. Right there, right there. God is able, people. God is able. Yes, he is. He is able. He has given us all that we need pertaining to life. And then we have to grab a hold of that. And we, hallelujah, have to let God work through our lives and maneuver us into the directions that we need to go. And, and let it manifest in our lives and, and, and not entangle ourselves with the cares of this world, but being transformed. We can't be conformed. We have to be transformed. And that takes hope. We have to have hope. Hope is an easy thing to say, but you have to work at that. Mm -mm. I am just so excited about hope today. I know. Everybody may not be experiencing, you know, uh, the most difficult times of our life. But even if you're not, our country is. Even if you're not, globally, it is. People are dying every day from a disease that we know nothing about. And there is no cure for. We're petitioning heaven. We're asking heaven to come to, to give us answers to, to remove this thing from us. But we haven't seen that answer come as of yet. So we have to constantly hope and believe in hope above hope that the answer is going to come, that the cure is going to come. Because our hope is this. He told us that we are healed by his stripes. And some were healed not on this side of heaven, but on the other side, but healed nonetheless because their hope was in God and they made it home to glory. Stay encouraged. Know that your purpose is under attack, but your hope has to be in God. Be proactive in your life. Don't just lay dormant and let somebody else, as I said, people want me to pray them through everything. It's like, but what are you doing? You have a way to pray, to release unto heaven and call it down on your own. I'm going to stand in agreement with you, but what are you doing? You don't lay dormant. You know God is able and you work towards it. You need to attack. Put your gear on. Put on your armor and let the enemy know, I'm not standing for this any longer. My hope is in God. We're going to look at Romans uh, chapter 12. I am just excited about this. Hallelujah. Ah, Romans is a really good book. If, if you haven't read it in a while, you know, go pick it up. And get encouraged and get empowered and get inspired by the writing that you can rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continually instant in prayer, continually instant in prayer, continuing instant in prayer in those times when your hope is seeming that it's just not going to make it. That's when you pray more. That's what, and you don't have to know what to pray because the Bible tells us in the book of Romans that you may not know what to pray, but the spirit will make intercession for you. So that's where the Holy Spirit inside of you begins to make intercession and calling out and calling unto God in your language of prayer. My Lord God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. We need to get to that place. We need to get to that place where we can just hope in God. 
Yes, it's difficult, but it is doable. You stay empowered, you stay encouraged, and you know who your God is, and he will show up on your behalf. Hiya, hallelujah, my God. Nevertheless, brethren, 15 and 15 of Romans, he said, I have written the more boldly unto you in some sort as putting you in mind because of the grace that is given to me in God. I want to back up because I wanted to get you to 13 and I want you to hear what he says. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. God is able. Your purpose is under attack, but stay encouraged. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. So you ought to clap your hands and stump your feet and be happy and be glad because your peace and your joy and your hope and your belief system is coming through the power of the Holy Ghost. And he said, abound in hope. I don't know about you, but I need to abound in hope in this day and time. I need hope to be overflowing in my life. I need to see and declare that double. I need my tongue to speak it out, to make me glad so that my heart and my mind and my actions can all line up in hope and not in disparity and not in what is coming at me and not what the enemy tried to do to me, but what I know my God is able to do. Somebody ought to get excited about hope today because your purpose is under attack but that don't mean that you don't have an attack back but you ought to shout hallelujah because your God is on the throne of grace and he has finished the work and it is complete and you are entire and wanting nothing all you have to do is just go forward in hope know that God has you know that God will not leave you know that God will not forsake you he is able the finished work of the cross, we are a product of that. I want you to be encouraged today. Hope in God in these dark times. Don't let the enemy steal your joy. Don't let the enemy steal your hope. God has ways for you to make it through this. Difficult, yes. Doable, yes. I want to thank you for your time today. I pray that the Lord used me to bless someone, to prophetically release a word that will excite you and get you going in the right direction of hope. I will now turn it back over to our host, Emmanuel Barbie. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, woman of God, for uh, coming on the show this um, this afternoon. And whenever you feel led to come back, you're always welcome to do so. Thank you. Um, Heavenly Father, I come before you as humble as I know how. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for allowing me to have another um, wonderful uh, podcast, Lord. I pray, Lord, that everyone that's on my friends list, especially my uh, secular friends, Lord, would um, give their life to you, Lord, and that you would um, bring them closer to, to you, Lord, as well as encourage them to know what their purpose is in life so that they can walk into their purpose. I pray, Heavenly Father, that uh, next Tuesday, Lord, that um, my um, 29th anniversary of uh, Gurkham, Lord, will be a success, Lord. Touch everyone's hearts, Lord, that has been with me on Facebook for the past 16 years, Lord, to um, participate if they're able, Lord, or if not, Lord, just uh, just bless them anyway, Lord. 
but please let us move forward, Lord, that we can move this um, virtual Christian uh, organization from behind the computer, Lord. Let it be successful, Lord. Uh, our film project, Lord, let us be able um, to uh, be able to get those funds, Lord, for our film project, Lord, so we can move forward, Lord, not um, being stuck behind the computer, Lord, because this organization belongs into uh, the community, Lord. And thank you again, Lord, Heavenly Father, for the uh, global audience, Lord. Bless all my um, listeners, Lord, from Africa, Europe, Canada, the Caribbeans, and also across the United States, Lord. Let this be a um, a successful uh, Christian business, Lord, that I'm trying to do, Lord. And um, let it be able to be a blessing um, for uh, generations to come, Lord. Not just here in um, America, Lord, but also on the African continent, Lord. To make a positive impact, Lord, in the communities, Lord. Um, to make an impact, Lord, in our economy, Lord Jesus, and just give me the strength, Lord, to um, uh, see it through, Lord, and bless me, Lord, with um, brave and smart Christians, Lord, that's going to help me run this Christian business, Lord, because again, I've been tearing, Lord, for 20, going on 29 years, Lord. So please, Lord, I'm not on here playing games. I'm doing the best that I can within my power, but you give man um, free will, Lord. So connect me with the right people, Lord. Bless me with the capital, Lord, so I can go ahead and hire those persons, Lord. And so that we can make an impact, Lord, in these high crime, gang, and drug-infested communities, Lord. To turn the, the slums around, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And that's going to conclude our show for this afternoon.